everybody listening to this right now. My name is Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hi. And keeping with Love Month. Quote, unquote. <laughs> there's, Quote, unquote. There's a love story in this. It's sure. bad. It's bad. Sure. Uh, we watch the seminal classic that everybody knows and loves. Everybody's heard of it. Everybody's seen it. They've taken their kids to see it in the theaters when it re-released. Extreme Days. <laughs> now, you might be asking yourself. Oh, classic. <laughs> you might be asking yourself, try it. I don't think I've heard of this movie. And I'm going to call you a liar because how's that possible? Everybody's heard of Extreme Days. <laughs> I've heard so many things about this movie. We have talked about it a handful of times. We, we have actually talked about it a handful of times. Um, this is a movie that was extremely popular in, the in days. my group of people, which is to say... A small town. Um, churchgoers. <laughs> so this was a Bible school movie. Yes. This was definitely a Bible school movie. It did come to theaters. It came to theaters in our little Hodunk town, actually, and it was there for two whole weeks. Um, and that would be the only movie those two weeks, right? No, no, we had a six screen theater. Oh, it was in the big town, a few towns. Oh, I was over. gonna say, I feel like there was only one screen in that theater, and it had Transformers on it. Um, so in the actual town that we lived in, there's no theater. The town next to us, there was a three screen theater and a drive in, and then the town over from that was a six screen theater. All of them very small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, where we are now, one theater has 20, 25, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. More screens in the one theater that's closest to us, which is not even the biggest theater in this town mm -mm. by far, uh, has more screens than all of those towns' screens combined. <laughs> and higher quality. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least the drive-in's gotten better, because I know that they got better projectors eventually. They did. Actually, I think the drive-in's still fun. Yeah. I haven't gone in a very long time but also i think it's still one of the few drive-ins that is still open in the united states i think it's something like there's like 21 drive-ins in the united states really open. yeah, yeah. and the one in our small podunk town is one of them That's and it's funny. only open for four months during the summer well, yeah it's not gonna be open during winter who's gonna no. fucking watch yeah, yeah nobody's gonna watch a movie during then <laughs> and uh it does great like it's huge crowds every single night that's crazy yeah i have very good memories of it we watched the third four transformers movie at it no idea it was the one where the like comedic relief gets killed twenty minutes into the movie. I think that was four. I think it's fourth one. Yeah, that's... yeah. The the first one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that, yeah. I, uh, that's the one I saw. Okay, well that one's. <laughs> I even when talking about Transformers movies, that one's pretty low in quality compared to the other ones. <laughs> Which is so, saying something. Yeah, I think one and three are okay. Two is abysmal, and everything after that, I just it's all a haze. You like Bumblebee? I do actually. Actually, yes. I don't consider Bumblebee to be a Transformers movie, though, because it's good. So... <laughs> but Bumblebee is actually genuinely really good, like 80s throwback. It's very fun. Yeah, and then It's they also have... not canon. Yeah, it's <laughs> which is funny, because the end's like, hey, look, uh, now it's connected. Yeah, but it's not. No, it is, it is officially not canon, which mm -hmm. is great. Anyway. You think it's because the Bumblebee movie wanted to separate itself from Transformers, or because Transformers wanted to separate itself from the Bumblebee movie? I think that if Bumblebee did amazingly, they would have made it canon. They would have found a way to make it work. Yeah. But it did fine. Not great. It made money back. Uh, it made a profit, but not a huge, like, Transformers 1 and 2 profit. Yeah. 
fair. So I think there's like, well, we're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. And then there were three other spinoffs that they had planned with other Transformers, and they had still got canceled. So because they mean, didn't Optimus make a billion dollars, was supposed to have one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's weird they did Bumblebee first. Bumblebee was a fan favorite from the Transformers movies. That is true. I would say he's a fan favorite from the shows too. Actually, I think he's yeah. Most people yeah. like him the most. I think it's like Bumblebee, Starscream, Prime. The uh, I forget their names, but like the the other one. There's like a group <laughs> of like three female Transformer villains. I don't remember their names. Like I don't. They know. They turn into like helicopters or something. They all kind of turn into something. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> Megatron used to turn into a fucking gun. Yeah, that's true. Just straight up a gun. And like you think by the time the cartoons came out, they would have changed that. No. In the early season, he still turns into a gun. Just straight up a fucking gun, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh so Robbie, I'm gonna ask you a difficult task here. Okay. Do you know where we can watch or people at home could watch Extreme Days if they wanted to? So this one's actually pretty hard. I've been looking for a little bit. The closest that I could find, and it's like questionably legal because it's on Venmo or Vimo. <laughs> it's on Venmo? <laughs> if you Venmo Jiraiya five bucks, they'll let you borrow it. <laughs> or he might just send it to you. <laughs> Actually, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, on Vimo, like uh, somebody uploaded it on there. So like if you... Vimeo? I think so. <laughs> Vimeo is a website that's real. Yeah, Vimeo. <laughs> yeah, it's Vimeo. It's not Vimo. <laughs> it's Vimo. <laughs> Vimeo. Okay, Still, it's, though, it's super illegal then if yeah. it's on Vimeo. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of Vimeo's uh, reputation. Yeah. But yeah, like, not much is really popping up other than, like, hey, if you want to watch this, like, you can buy the DVD. Man, Jiraiya is slowly getting to the average of movies I bring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're willing to spend $11 on Amazon, you can get it on Amazon. Or if you, you're lucky like Jiraiya and just find a random copy at a used video store. Maybe check your local flea market. Yeah. Honestly, maybe. This movie didn't do amazingly well. Um, it did better than you would think. but It did do better than you would think. Yeah. But I would not think it didn't amazing. sell a single copy. I would think Dry owns the only copy ever to be made. Well, I got this one from Woody, apparently. Yeah. Woody. That's, that's the name that's written on the front. Right next to the other cast credits. Uh, starring Dante Bosco, Ryan Browning, A.J. Buckley, Derek Hamilton, and Cassidy Ray. And Woody. And Woody. Yeah, yeah. And, Mar- <laughs> and Sharpie. Woody. Um features the hit soundtrack which is something that's great because the soundtrack did extremely extremely well yeah <laughs> like uh, a lot of people liked the soundtrack of this movie yeah it had basically every christian rock banger on it okay so that's why it all sounded familiar but i couldn't piece any of it yeah so i have a question did you realize it was a christian movie no <laughs> Yeah, that's how sloppy of Christian propaganda this movie is. Uh, there's a very specific point where it's like, oh, this is a Christian movie. Yeah, so like during the voiceovers in the movie, the main character will occasionally be like, and that's when God was like, we're cool and stuff. But anyway, back to snake meat. Uh, <laughs> uh, Which is not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. It's just, it's literally snake meat. There are two things that I unironically have taken from this that I have just uh, put into my normal life. And uh, that leukemia is, is very dangerous. No, 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 that's fake. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> only uh, if you're not strong enough. Snake, the other, other, other white meat, which I think is genuinely funny. And that when you're depressed, you eat powdered donuts. Here's the question Have you eaten snake? No, I want to, though. I have. I believe, if I remember correctly, it's just kind of tough. Oh, was it I'm okay with that? Like chickeny? No, gator is chickeny. Okay, so is it like froggy? I haven't eaten a frog. Huh. If I I think I have had frog before. It's very greasy, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 
What do you make, make it in a nugget? Would you enjoy it then, Drea? Frog nugget? Yeah. A frog it, if you will. <laughs> I'd, I'd eat a frog it. I'd hop on down to the local shop and get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snake meat is always one of those things that like we heard about growing up, but we never had a chance to actually try it. Yeah. My my parents went on like a fad diet called paleo, which is you can't eat anything good. And <laughs> no, it's so, nothing paleo processed. Is, yeah, I was gonna say paleo is supposed to be like a caveman diet, so like anything that's processed, you're not supposed to eat. Yeah. Um. By the way, I'm allergic to nuts, and nuts give you a lot of the vitamins you are missing and protein. I imagine. Yeah. Well, you can eat meat. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Just not In processed fact, meat. That's that's the idea. Is you eat a lot of meat on this diet. You get like no bread. No, no. Yet we learned to make fake bread. What does that mean? Like not no wheat. Like kind of like a masa. It's it's just. I think it was almond bread actually. You know, like That's how weird men did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that, that, that's why I said like a masa, because like you know you take like corn and you dry it out and then you turn it to a powder and like mix in yeah. water with it. Yeah. Anyways, all this all this to go to say we tried a lot of different meats during this time just because we could. Um, I remember gator meat was one. I think we ate snake meat during this time. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure I have eaten snake meat but before, though. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, we tried a lot of weird ones. Uh, gator meat's the one I always remember, and it just tastes kind of like chicken. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'd eat it. Anyway, this movie. Uh, <laughs> this Christian <laughs> propaganda. This Christian propaganda, which doesn't do a great job. The end is the biggest giveaway in his ending voiceover. Mm. He's like, whenever God throws you a curveball. Swing away or whatever. No, it's uh, when God throws you a curveball, don't duck. You might miss something. Yeah, which is terrible advice for baseball. Bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if your goal is just to get walked. Which it might it might be. Maybe. This movie, uh, can you guess when it opened in theaters? September 10th, 2001. Very close. <laughs> it premiered September 28th, 2001. <laughs> So close. And it opened to $522,000 and over its entire theater run span made over just $1 million. That's more than I would expect. Yeah. More than you'd expect. That's what I was going to say. Like, it didn't do great, but better than you would expect. Yeah. It did pretty good on the home market for like Christian's movie sales and stuff like that. Is there any movie that did good like right after 9 11 <sighs> that you know of? A bunch, probably. Yeah, there's quite a few. Who, that people did. want to watch movies at the time. I mean, yeah. Uh, to be fair, they uh, whenever people talk about like uh, movies like during rough times, one thing that comes to mind a lot is Lord of the Rings series because the Lord of the Rings series came out right after 9 11. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, which is, I think, kind of one of those movies that maybe America needed at least at the yeah. time. Because there was also like another sense of propaganda. There was a lot of like terrorist plotted movies yes around that time too Tons. and like most of them did not do well for obvious reasons yeah i mean yeah. a lot of movies got changed um yes a lot of video games got changed yeah too. lilo and stitch is the one i always go to which the final climax of that was going to be stitch hijacked a plane and drove it through the city uh you can tell why they probably didn't go with that yeah, yeah. can't really do that after after 9-11 and then a really funny one is advanced wars which is a series about like going to war and all that um, in Japan had a release date, I think, of September 9th or September 10th, 2001. <laughs> that sucks. And the American release date was supposed to be the 12th. So that didn't happen. It got yeah. pushed back a lot. And then, you know, the remake came out 
re- uh, not too long ago. Right, whenever the Ukrainian war started. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to come out, and then the Ukraine war happened. Yeah. So they uh, had to push that back until they pushed it back so much. You're like, all right, I think we just have to release it at this point. It's. I think what we're learning is that whenever they want to release Advance Wars again, we should all just prepare for a war. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was going to say the ones that really stuck out to me is because I remember when the first, uh, to- yeah, Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man movie. Whenever that first one came out, uh, it was supposed to end with him like uh, swinging in between the two towers and then, you know, <laughs> 9-11 happened. So they had to reshoot a whole other CGI scene yeah, for that. There was, and then there was even an ad wherever he like put a big web in between the two towers. Yeah. And caught a uh, helicopter with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't do can't do that. So you're yeah. telling me Spider Man let nine eleven happen? Yeah, he yeah. could have stopped. That's fucked up. He could have stopped nine eleven. Put a web up and it would have been fine. <laughs> but yeah, that got changed, and then also uh, Grand Theft Auto three changed a couple of missions because of it, and then also uh, Metal Gear Solid two had to make a couple changes because it came out in like I think November of two thousand one. Yeah. I mean, so you, the big thing is the Twin Towers were just an iconic piece of American. Yeah. Uh, architecture so like a lot of things were like hey what if like we depict the destruction of it or this or that yeah and uh after they got destroyed they were like oh maybe not maybe let's not depict the destruction of the thing that was destroyed though yeah a very funny tidbit i think it's the muppet christmas carol like they go to the future the ghost of christmas future in the future in new york the twin towers are there Oh, <laughs> implying that Kermit's death would have prevented 9-11. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading about that online, too, which like, that's, that's quite the stretch, but I, I get don't what know you're how, going with it. I don't know how true it is, but like, <laughs> it's, it's one of those funny things. That was pretty great. Anyways, uh, 9-11 the movie. There, there is not a few 9-11 the movies, actually. Yeah, there actually is. We, we will never after it happened, there was a couple 9-11 movies. Yeah, we'll never watch any of them because they're not good, but... Well, we just choose like one that is for each terrible tragedy that's happened. We just watch a yeah, movie. Tragedy for month. Yeah. What if we do a tragedy <laughs> month? We do like a nine eleven movie, a COVID movie. A... There's so many COVID movies yeah. actually. The oh. great. The Black I, there actually Plague were movie. quite a few contagion movies before COVID happened. I don't know how many there's going to be now. It was a whole game that was a contagion game before COVID happened. Yeah. I wonder how that game is doing now, actually. I, I, if I remember correctly, it did better once COVID started. Nice, because everyone knew how it spread. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this movie. Yeah, so Extreme Days, uh, rated PG for some thematic elements and crude humor. And it is an hour and 33 minutes long. What? I know. Are you kidding me? Did it feel a lot longer? It felt like three hours. <laughs> Yeah, there's no. He took you seriously when you said this movie's four hours no. long. <laughs> like I didn't think that, but I thought it was at least two. No, no, not two, even two hours. Oh. It has so many special features actually on here. <laughs> I read some of them, and calling them features is a stretch. Yeah, that was early days. Like, hey, this has subtitles and audio. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to this movie. Yeah. No, it's like the fifth or sixth one on there just made me laugh. The digitally remastered. Uh, that one too. There's below that one. I don't know the how widescreen letterbox. Yeah, yeah, the fact you can watch the movie is a special feature because there's no other options. Nope. Other than widescreen letterbox, which yeah. means that Andrea's however big screen TV we had this. Inches. Yeah, his 70 inch screen TV we watched it is like maybe 50 inches because it was 
four by three squished down into 16 by nine. So it just like made the picture smaller. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, it would be better than at the time trying yes. to watch it on yeah. TV. Yeah, they they made this with like, nobody's ever going to have more than a 50-inch television. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, it doesn't look good. Mm-mm. It looks very bad watching this movie. It looks bad and then looks worse in <laughs> a lot of parts. Yeah. yeah. Almost purposefully so. There is, so this whole thing, it's a road trip movie. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't really under, yeah, that doesn't really understand road trips. It does not know. I do love road trip movies. They're super fun, I think, sometimes. Uh, they also have the potential to be this. Which <laughs> is a problem. <laughs> uh, before actually going into that, I'm going to read the very long back of the box. which might spoil right. the entire movie. Here we go. From the snowy mountains of Mammoth to the insane surf of the Baja Peninsula, get ready Baja for flash. an extreme action movie like no other. What? <laughs> yep, yep. After graduation from junior college, four lifelong friends, Will, Brian, Corey, and Matt, decide to embark on one last road trip adventure. With only a couple hundred bucks between them, they pack up and set off on a journey to surf, skate, and snowboard the West Coast. Not far into the journey, the trip takes a turn when the travelers happen across a beautiful damsel in distress. Jesse. Yeah, they offer Jesse a lift, and together, they hit the road. The California coastline will never look the same as these hardcore friends. Yeah, no, it totally takes place. It It totally takes place in the coastline of California. (laughs) Hardcore friends plunge powder, ride glassy barrels, and get down and dirty with motocross in a freewheeling road trip like you've never seen before. (laughs) That's that's the back of the box. Yeah, Uh, that's a. Terrible back of the box. That sounds like a different movie entirely. Yeah, yeah. So this road trip is these four friends who took a bunch of time off of school and then they went to junior college for four years, which is actually very funny because junior college takes two years. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's the joke. And uh, they saved up 800 whole dollars for a road trip. Which in 2000s is a lot more significant. Yeah, would have been a good amount of money for a road trip, yeah. But their first move is to go to Mexico. Yeah, that's going to drain all of it. Yeah, that's all the money. Well, actually, you save a lot of money that way in Mexico. But getting to there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't know. How strong was the border in 2000? Not very. Pre-9-11, 2000. Probably less strong now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it was a lot. Well, that was a whole thing growing up that I remember hearing. It's like getting into Mexico is fine. Getting out of Mexico is a whole other thing. Yeah, you really got to make sure you got that passport. Yeah. (laughs) But... That's kind of the movie is they go on this road trip. They go to Mexico while they're in Mexico. One of the characters, Corey, uh, learns that his grandpa died and his stepdad told him, hey, your grandpa left you a fortune in the back of the car that he's also giving you. Uh, so just go up over to Seattle? Go to Washington. Yes. Somewhere in Washington, presumably Seattle or at least around Seattle. Yeah. So he's like, I got to go do that. Sorry, guys. And they're like, wait, no. What if we just road trip to Seattle instead? And so that's that's what they do. That's the whole movie is they go to Seattle. And on their way there... They meet one of their co- one guy's cousins. They meet Matt's cousins. Yeah. Which I'm going to say, the only character that I like even remotely is Matt. He is kind of funny. He's kind of funny. Every other character is either boring or terrible. <laughs> you know, I kind of like Corey. He's chilling. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. That's better, than, that's better than a lot of these characters. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's better than Brian. Yeah. 
<laughs> Everything's I, better than Brian. I think the funny thing about Matt is he's definitely the stoner of the group, but since it's a Christian propaganda movie, they can't call him a stoner. But yes. they gave him all of the personality of one. Does the Bible itself forbid weed? Nope. It doesn't forbid weed necessarily, but it does forbid like taking in substances that would inhibit your normal functions. But they drink wine all the time. They do. They do. But wine is okay if it's legal. They drink meat all the time too. So what it is is um, is to follow the law. Like I remember, I'm paraphrasing pretty heavily on this one, but it was something along the lines of like, by following the law of man, you're also following the law of God. Yeah, basically. And so like, weed was bad whenever it was illegal, but now that it's legal again, it's fine. Yeah, Jesus. Because it's probably got fucking high all the time. I'm gonna say there's no way that anybody could read the Bible and not be like Jesus was definitely not a stoner. He was a total straight white, yeah. oh, right, straight white, guy. white blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, like you you read that Bible, and it's like, oh, this guy fucking got wasted and smoked weed and just rubbed people's feet all the time. I mean, <laughs> listen, his teenage years are suspiciously gone. <laughs> They're present, just not in the King James version because it didn't fit his story. Uh, that's. <laughs> Something to say about a person who was existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really fit the mood. Didn't so really fit we... the narrative, so gotta take out all that I mean, that's, stuff. It's in the name of the King James Bible. The reason why it's the King James version of the Bible is because King James wanted it to make himself look good, so he took certain parts out of the, of the Bible out. Genuinely. What do in the Bible? King James? Yeah. Nobody. Nothing. Uh, it, it's King James literally... was a person. Yeah, he was a person who, like, rewrote the bible because there's certain aspects of his uh monarchy that he wanted to make seem look better oh yeah he's not in the bible though he's not no. in the bible it was his version of the bible that he preferred to read because and that's basically it's like it's the, his director's cut of what he thinks the bible mm. should be yeah uh and it's very conservative he was a very conservative king what's the like fullest version of the bible there's not really one no. Probably one that's hidden underneath the Vatican City. What about like the Jewish? Do you think they have like a fuller version? I know they stopped at like all Jesus, of the Old but... Testament stuff is basically the same in every version. Okay. So in Mormonism, uh, the King James Version is the Bible, but then the Book of Mormon is the sequel, yeah. basically. Um, in Catholicism, basically the same book, but the Old Testament's more heavily. Uh, used, I would say. Yes. Um, Jehovah's Witness, they believe Jesus was around and stuff, probably, and was probably a good guy, but had nothing to do with God. Same thing with the Jewish. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then with Islam, it was the... Muhammad was the uh, Messiah. Yeah. And so they have their version of it where instead of following Jesus, it's following Muhammad. Essentially, all of the um, apostles... All of Jesus's uh, homies, the thirteen of them, um, every single one of them basically had their own version. Is the idea anyway of what they thought their religion was, and they all went off and made their own thing. Ah, that's the idea of how they all became uh, their own religions. Uh, so they all follow a different prophet, basically. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Now, now, Jariah, don't let your Views on religion show too much. Sorry, my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anything uh, all along the road trip for extreme days. Every I don't know, forty five seconds to five minutes, <laughs> the uh, cuts. it cuts to a bunch of B footage of one thousand and ten percent not the actors doing the thing, the extreme sport. 
from surfing to uh, snowboarding, snowboarding, BMX biking, bikes, skateboarding, all all the extreme sports you can think of. Tons of B footage of all of that, and Game some ball. of it's fine, but it's B footage of extreme sports. Yeah, which the it's not even particularly good B footage of extreme sports. It's mostly fine. Like the one that. And E pointed this out when we were watching it. The one that they should have had the easiest time to find extremely great B footage of was skateboarding. And all their skateboarding footage was really bad according to what skate footage should be. They show the same like clip of a guy jumping over a sideways <laughs> yeah. barrel yeah. like four times and just flip it. Yeah. Yep. It's uh it's not good. That this is one of those movies that I put in like the famous B category for me. <laughs> like, this is the most B of B movies. Like, this is a movie to put on because it's super fun to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> However, I, I'll admit it, as a, as kids, yes. when this movie came out, because this movie came out whenever me and Dry were 11, mm-hmm. uh, we thought it was cool. Yeah. Mostly because I thought the soundtrack was cool, which I grew up to be a metalhead, so that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> and also, we were only allowed to listen to Christian propaganda music. Yes. <laughs> um... But uh, there was that, and then, like, we were pretty big fans of the Tony Hawk games, and so, like, with the B-footage, we liked that aspect of it. Yeah. That's if, like if you were 11 minutes. and Christian, this movie was great for you. If you were any age range and not Christian, pro- <laughs> probably not good for probably you to not. watch. Probably not great for you. You're not going to get a lot out of this. Uh, as somebody who is no longer Christian. Or 11. Or 11. Arguably. <laughs> we, <laughs> physically, the, not the, 11 the anymore. scientists haven't gone back to us. Yeah, on yeah, I've one. been emailing scientists so much, and they just have not gone back to me. I just I go into my Gmail, and I say, at scientists, and nothing ever comes <laughs> scientists back. Scientists at, at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this movie really does have almost no plot. No. I have many occasions asked Raya what is like happening and when are anything gonna happen and my answer every single time was stuff is happening e i don't know what you want yeah (laughs) it is so funny when dry brings movies like this knowing him who is like the biggest you're never allowed to deviate from like doing your main plot in your in your story to be fair it's hard to deviate from your plot when you don't really have one that's true I mean, that, there is, like, this expectation thing. Like, if you go in expecting a slice of life's anime and get one, you're not going to be disappointed. But if you go in expecting a cool mecha anime and it's a slice of life anime, you might be. Dry just never expects a slice of life. No, no, no. I, I never expect slice of life. But when you go into this, <laughs> and its whole thing, is its tagline, by the way, is Extreme Days, Life's a Trip. Bad tagline. And then you die. And then you try and taxes or whatever. Um, but reading the back of the box, it sounds like a road trip movie. And there's technically a road trip happening. There is technically a road trip happening. But if you take out all the B footage, you, I think you're left with 10 minutes of movie. <laughs> may, I mean, genuinely, honestly, maybe 20 to 25 minutes of movie. Yeah. If you take out all the B footage, there's not a lot that the actors had to do for this thing. So much of this movie is generally like, find a new location, play B footage, the characters talk for a little bit. And if you're lucky, they'll talk about their feelings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Instead of I mean, just mostly the feelings nonsense. is happening from the narrator, which is in the movie, 
but he doesn't get a whole lot of screen time so i feel like that's why they chose for him to be the narrators because he didn't wasn't really in the movie a whole lot which was supposed to be the narrator it was let me pull up the it's not matt it's not right? Corey. It's, no. it's not matt it's not brian it's the other it's person will 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 is his why name. is okay. he the narrator <laughs> he does nothing because he was movie. brian or, like that's the thing is like he doesn't really do much in this movie so they made him the narrator for that reason i thought it was but it would make sense if like brian was the narrator no no because he gets the most screen time hell even though he doesn't get the top billing though Corey should be the narrator actually this movie's really about him yeah it really is about him and he doesn't get much screen time. No, it no. sucks. He's, he's the best character. <laughs> <laughs> you Which see I, those frosted tips? So, so frosted. I think the funniest thing about this movie, though, is because the guy who plays Corey is uh, Dante Bosco, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, famously, he was the leader of the Lost Boys in the... Um, Peter Pan? Yeah, in yeah. Peter Pan, in the uh, Robin Williams version of that movie. Hook. Oh, Men in Tight. Oh, Hook. Yeah. Well, Hook's <laughs> just a musical, isn't it? Or no. Was it? No? Oh. Is it Hook or is it Pan? What is it called? I think it's Pan because I thought Hook I gotta was pull like that a up musical now. and then they made a movie. I think it's called. It was Hook. Okay, it's called. Wow. Yeah, with Robin Williams. Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah. I he... might be thinking of Wicked. <laughs> Wicked is Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> and a musical. Yeah. And a pre- prequel? Sequel. Se- it's a se- prequel. Sequel? It's a prequel. Prequel. Yeah, because all the people are still alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, notably, the person who uh, gets crushed by the house is the person that it's about which by the way that wicked that trailer for the wicked movie looks wickedly bad it looks so generic it it really is hiding the fact it's gonna be a musical it is hiding that a lot and it's gonna be a fuck it's more musical than the first one yeah most people would either know him uh in his role in hook or they would know him because he was uh, the voice actor for zuko in avatar the last airbender yeah so another thing that yeah he's he's honestly looks bad. yeah he's honestly the biggest actor in this entire movie. I mean, being a voice actor for Zuko is pretty big. That's one of, that was yeah. one of Nick's best shows. Uh, I like, think, literally speaking, not just quality wise. I think that he is actually extremely well known for that. And I would think I it would be hilarious if I went to a signing of his for Zuko and I brought Extreme Dave. <laughs> Do it. Do it. That would be Do fucking it. awesome. Do, Do you know how he he would probably be like, I thought it burned all these. <laughs> you would be the only person who knew this. Yeah. That would be right up there with the person who uh I'm trying I'm forgetting his name now. Um Overwatch, the Zend Zen No uh, Winston. The, no. <laughs> the cowboy one. Oh McCree. Oh McCree. Uh somebody brought a McCree body pillow to Matt Mercer and he signed it for them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like one of those like sexualized ones of him, but like uh To yeah. be fair, McCree's just kind of a sexualized character. Yes, he is. Even in his own game. And but, his name's not McCree anymore, by the way. I don't remember what it is. It's not McCree anymore. Oh, they, oh, they changed, changed it? it? Yeah, because the guy because oh, the guy that because there was an actual McCree that worked on the game and at Blizzard. Uh he's one of the ones that got outed. Yeah, he did all the. Uh, he was one of the people who did a bunch of terrible things. Yeah, uh, they changed his name, but no one remembers it, and everyone just calls him McCree still. It's like some generic white name. Not McCree. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Winston. Winston too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Johnny Two Guns. <laughs> that would be so good if it was Johnny Two Guns. It's Cassidy now. Cassidy. Butch Cassidy. Oh, because Butch Cassidy. Yeah, that's fine. It's yeah, it's whatever. It should be Johnny Two Guns. It should be Johnny Two Guns. <laughs> Overwatch Two Team. I, we know you're just gonna scrap it and work on Overwatch Three. When you do it, will you please change 
Cassidy's name, name to, to Johnny, Johnny Two Guns. <laughs> Just Johnny, Johnny Two Guns. Johnny Mick Two Guns. Johnny Mick Two Guns. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure Matthew Mercer would be fine to sign off on that. Probably. I bet he would be down. <laughs> Considering think... he signed that body pillow. I think he's making so much money, he'll sign off on anything at this I'm point. I'm surprised Overwatch 2 is still making so much money. Right? They cancel all the stuff that people were like, hey, that makes sense that this is not the same game. Yeah. that it's Man, Overwatch 2 ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah. Extreme days. Extreme days. Do you, what, do you, what do you guys think about it? Like, what are your thoughts? I don't want to. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. <laughs> So, like I said, like, whenever we were kids, I thought this movie was cool. But, like I said, we were, like, super into, like, the Tony Hawk games. And we weren't cool enough to have our own skateboard. So, we watched speed footage. We didn't really write that, Did you know how to use it? Yeah. Could you do a kickflip? No. No. (laughs) Then you didn't know how to use it. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's how it works. He had a skateboard, but he lived on a dirt road. I did live on a dirt road. (laughs) Yeah, very notoriously good time for skateboards. I have to go where the dirt roads weren't, obviously. (laughs) But um, like I like as a kid, I remember liking the music and the B footage. I can care less about the storyline, but we found a lot of the juvenile humor funny. This movie aged like bad milk sitting outside. I feel like you're implying this movie wasn't bad back then, and I'm gonna I make a think hard it was, guess as it was bad back it, then. Yes, I think even for its time, it was bad. But as kids, we thought it was fine. But as an adult with a clear mindset, it's definitely not a good movie. It has. A couple funny moments in it. There but, are some good jokes. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. There's a few good jokes, but it has like the most bare bones of all storylines. And it's very like like hints of Christian propaganda in there between watching people do wipeouts on B footage of extreme sports. It's just such awful tonal whiplash in this movie. Yeah. I think one of the best things is the intro of the movie whenever will is talking about like and we used to have a sister uh who she was the strongest person ever but not strong enough to beat leukemia yeah (laughs) so (laughs) weird and like this is supposed to be like the driving force for will yeah it doesn't feel like it no no it doesn't at all because his whole thing no brian no brian sorry yeah i forget that they're not the same character somewhat will and brian are brothers yeah, <laughs> even though one has like very dark hair and the other one is blonde hair and blue eyed. I think that's actually pretty possible. It's possible. Eh. It's not common, but it's, it's possible. very much not common. Listen, I'm not saying that they're fully blood related. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> I'm thinking Will's mom might have. Whatever that like, means. They <laughs> are in a Christian family. Yeah. Will uh, might look a little bit like the milkman. Like <laughs> they look like they're the same age and they're definitely not twins. No, I, I think it's funny that it implies that they're all 20 years old or like yeah. at least 21 yeah. years old, but they're definitely like in their late 20s, early yeah, 30s. Yeah, they look like 29. Easily. Easily in their late 20s, yeah. They look as old as Fred Durst. <laughs> not him nowadays, I guess. I don't know how yeah, to Not right like. now, but <laughs> they all just kind of look like Fred because everybody in 2001 just kind of looked like Fred Durst. That's not true. Ed, the voice actors for Ed and Eddie looked like Ed and Eddie. That's true. I yeah, did see a video of that. <laughs> That's always the funniest thing when that clip goes around. People's like, wow, that just they just look like them. <laughs> it just is them, huh? <laughs> it's, I guess, another little tangent or side tangent on the whatever. Yeah. Um, That show Archer, uh, most of the uh, characters that they drew on there kind of look like their voice actors, except for the guy who plays Archer. Yeah, which he's just a bald, old, fat, white dude. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> 
uh, roommates that I had whenever I lived in Salt Lake City. Uh, cause like I told him like, oh yeah, they all kind of look like they're actors except for Archer. And so like, whenever she saw what he looked like in real life, she just looked super fucking disappointed because she expected him to look like Archer. Be extremely handsome guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's, he's not like, uh, I think <laughs> on the Hollywood list of like the most suitable bears or something like that, he's like 15th on the list or something. Hey, that's pretty good. That's if all the gay people want him. Yeah. He looks like Bob from Bob's Burgers. Hell yeah. Do you know how many gay people want to fuck Bob's from Bob's Burgers? So many. Genuinely. At least. It's why he's on the list. At least in the top 15th amount. <laughs> yeah, at least the top 15th percentile. <laughs> so, yeah. Extreme Days. Uh, Will and Brian are, f- are brothers. Yeah. And they're on the road trip, and Brian meets Matt's cousin. Jesse? Jenny. Jesse. I had to look at the box yeah. again. Jesse, Gerald. And um, he wants to he wants Bible to, study with her real he wants, hard. He, he really wants to hold hands with her. He wants to just be in a long, committed, non-physical relationship with her so bad. Yeah, non-sex before marriage relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah. The amount of them trying to make this, like, will-they-won't-they they relationship with... The actor's clearly having no chemistry. Also, Brian's awful. Brian is awful. He's, he's so gross. He's genuinely, like, not fun to watch because he comes off as a slime ball. Yeah. He just is the worst part of this movie. Like, if you think of, like, that meme of, like, a teenager that's, like, rubbing his hands together while he's biting his lower lip and he has his uh, hat turned to, like, mostly backwards but to the side a little bit. Like, you know, the... I think he literally looks yeah. like that at one point in the movie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But I was going to say, like, I think he's th- that would be him nowadays if they yeah. made this movie in 2024. If they made this movie in 2024... It would do bad because road trip movies haven't been made in, like, 20 years. Road trip movies don't do well anymore. Christian movies are doing better than ever, which is... This is not upsetting. enough of a Christian movie. It doesn't hammer the fact that Christianity... That's is, true. Yeah. There is not enough fear in this movie for today's modern Christian audience. I, I hate to say it... Uh, somewhat recently like the first r-rated christian movie came out it's it's very much about abortion wait i thought passion of christ was r-rated passion of christ was r-rated it technically was but wasn't a christian movie like it wasn't uh done by christian studio i'm sorry you're gonna tell me passion of christ passion of the christ passion of the christ isn't a christian movie it wasn't done by a christian studio so yes it wasn't done by a christian studio (laughs) who did it um not tom hanks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's not even funnier. Uh, Mel Gibson did that movie. Mel Gibson, is he yes. a Christian? Eh. He is a Catholic who said a bunch of terrible things about Jewish people. Yeah, so Catholic. And black people. And so black Catholic. People. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, this would be very but, upset to hear that. <laughs> yeah, he made Passion of the Christ. It did really well. People asked for a sequel. He said no and then did Apocalyptico. What do you mean the sequel? It's Jesus' life. What? No, actually, the Passion. Have you ever watched it? No. Passion of the Christ is literally two and a half hours of Jesus being whipped. Yeah. It, uh-huh. it is literally watching a man getting beaten to death for two and a half hours. It is one of the goriest movies I've ever seen. So a Catholic movie. That's <laughs> that's like the biggest thing about Catholicism, I would say. It, it's I the suffering you, of Jesus. I think you underestimate how gory we say this movie is. Maybe. You literally see thorns push into his flesh and then rip it out. This yeah. sounds like the Old Testament. It's extremely gory. So is the Old Testament. <laughs> but like... In a way that most Christian movies weren't until very recently. Uh, it was that and then the abortion movie, which was yeah. very anti-abortion. 
and then after that, the guy, the studio, uh, Pure Flix. God's after, Not Dead, right? Yeah, they did God's Not Dead, God's Still Not Dead, or whatever. God's Not Dead <laughs> Hey, guess what? God to God to Dead. <laughs> yeah, so, like, very similar to that, actually. Uh, he did a action movie that was a John Wick ripoff. Yeah, about the school shooting, right? No. No, oh, that was Ben no, that Shapiro. Was, yeah, you're right. Sorry. That was Ben Shapiro. That one, not R-rated, I don't think, actually. I think uh, PG-13. No. It, it was streaming only on his whatever, or his super yeah, right-wing so streaming service. So, yeah. yeah. But the guys who did God's Not Dead did an R-rated, like, John Wick movie. Like, it's literally, I, th- I think it was like his wife died, and they were Satanists, so he kills them all. And it's R-rated, bloody, gory. He's shooting people in the head because they're Satanists. Like, it's super R-rated, going for it kind of thing. And it's a Christian movie. It was very huh. funny, like, these hard-on for, like, these made-up Satanists yeah. that, like, these Christian movies try to persecute. And then, you like, real Satanists are like, uh, yeah, we're just fighting for women's rights right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all, and the Christian's like, how dare you? Actually, yeah, they are kind of like, how dare yeah. you? <laughs> I still think one of the funniest things I ever saw online when it came to Satanists was uh, somebody was like, oh, they just made the Satanist church. Sorry, they didn't have to pay taxes. And then the actual head of the Satanist church was like, what are you talking about? We pay all of our taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I, great. There's a lot of funny stories. I know it was when some uh, store was like, actually, we're Christian. So, like, we shouldn't have to sell these things or, like, do yeah. these things. I think it was specifically uh, Hobby Lobby or something was like, we shouldn't have to cover an abortion from one of our employees because we're a Christian, whatever. Yeah. And this and that. So I think the Satanist church was like, all right, well, we as a religion think we should be allowed to cover these um, that employee. So we're going to lobby the governor for that. And they well not lobby, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, legal version <laughs> of lobbying. I mean, lobbying is legal. Kinda. You're not supposed to say it though. You're not yeah. supposed to say it is, but it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's done doesn't make it legal. Every company has lobbyists. It's it's a thing that is well known. You're just not supposed to take bribes for it. Yeah. But they all all the companies yeah. have it. But if you happen to go to lunch, <laughs> but if you happen to go to lunch and they pay for it, well, they want to pay for lunch. You gotta let them. Yeah. Anyways, this movie, <laughs> we should get yeah. back to this. Yeah, extreme yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting uh, pretty political in this movie about extreme sports and Jesus. For like, as much as this is a Christian movie, which is right. very little. It would not fly as being a Christian movie today. Probably no. not. Uh, there are exactly two and a half scenes where they talk about Christian morals in this like, movie. It's, it's done in a way where if it wasn't that big, heavy-handed scene... I would just assume this is like a normal road trip yeah. movie. Yeah. Because the only scenes where they really like talk about religion is whenever Corey is talking about like how much he hates his stepdad and how like his or how he used to go to church with his grandpa and everything and how things were good before. Um, yeah. Before uh, his stepdad came to his life. And then Jesse starts giving him a little biblical discussion. He's like, oh, so now you're going to take me to church. Well, I think she just did. I'm like, I think she just did, Corey. She just did. I'm gonna as he's like walking into an outhouse. <laughs> I'm gonna say I thought the movie was gonna take a weird direction when it was talking about how his stepfather would refuse to let his grandpa near him and oh. the other kids. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that how you phrase it? It would have been hilarious because it's such a lighthearted movie. And then at that point, she's like, "Oh, yeah, she my got grandpa real. molested all of us a bunch." So that's what. 
Okay, I'm gonna say I also was like in like there's like a part of me that was really hoping there was gonna be like a turning point in this movie where it turned into a good movie and like it was just oh, no. a joke like a setup where it's like trying to convince you it was a road trip generic movie that was bad. No, 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 this movie never gets good. Yeah, <laughs> but like there's that was my expectation. And I also kind of expected, like, someone was going to die during this road trip. No, that also would have been interesting. Yeah. This movie doesn't have yeah, enough no, writing. This, this movie there's isn't not, allowed to be interesting. No. There, there's not a, oh, shit got real moment in this movie. Yeah. They try, no. but it doesn't happen. Their shit got real moment is that my stepdad sucks and he lied about me getting a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. Which, well, that is fucked up. Yeah. It is. But it's also, like, they just figure it out. Kind of. Yeah. They just sell an old car for more money than they had when they started the road trip yeah yeah it was but a like, lot of metal i guess but yeah i guess there's not a whole lot to the storyline but yeah like they're while they're driving up to washington like you know they're doing their thing my stepdad sucks uh <laughs> slightly racist scene for at a campsite yeah where it does the old kung fu thing of mismatch. yeah yeah mitch matched lips with words bad dubbing yeah Every movie then, did it. Yeah, they did. It did. And, like, it, it was just, you know, what they made fun of back in the day of bad uh, old karate movie dubs. Which yeah. is kind of weird, because when's the last, like, karate movie that even came out? Like, mainstream. Mainstream? Man, maybe the closest would be, like, a John Wick. Oh, I was I actually going to say the... this movie. Oh, before this movie? Yeah. 80s? Yeah, I feel... I guess, like, the people... I mean, I guess there's, like, Shanghai Noon, but that's Uh, arguably not a karate movie. I mean, Jackie Chan was... He was big in the early 2000s. He was huge in the 90s and early 2000s, but his move over to the U.S. definitely had less of a concentration on, like, the kung fu aspect of it. right. And more him being kind of silly. Yeah, for sure. More of a fish out of water because guy from Hong Kong in America. Yeah, most of his movies were like, oh, it's Jackie Chan with a white guy. Or like, oh, it's Jackie Chan with a black guy. <laughs> it's, it's mostly, oh, man, look at Jackie Chan be weird and with a guy who's not weird. Look at that. <laughs> Unlike those weird Chinese people, this white guy is white. <laughs> Basically, honestly. Uh, Jackie Chan was great. In his day, he did great stunts, and he was real good at it. He had a cartoon. He had a cartoon. I uh, watched a lot of that. He might be a terrible person. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, so that's... That's some. That's that's, a, that's thing. a different thing. That gotta worry about that now. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know and, all the details. All I know is he was kind of really terrible to his kids. to his daughter, kids, both of them. Um, Actually, I don't know how many he has. And I'm, then, like, did this PR campaign to make him seem not terrible, and it made him look worse. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Man. Jackie Chan's problematic now. But extreme days. But extreme days. Unproblematic movie. Unpro- I mean, it's kind of a nothing movie, so yeah. Yeah. No, but, I would say this is a pretty problematic part. There's about a few problematic movies. It gets yeah. racist. It gets racist. It gets kind of sexist. Oh, it, it's super sexist. It's super sexist. But in the way that all 2000s movies are. At the time, very uh, left-leaning for how it approached the love story. Very unjudgmental, honestly, compared to like what you were being taught in church. Like, not you wouldn't even be in a pool with another woman if you believed in God. <laughs> yeah, uh, they also when Will's giving the big speech after uh Jesse leaves, all right, yeah, he says, they get uh, fight. yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, she was sent by God, you know, 
that's the woman's job apparently to be the thing to be won <laughs> i think what he was going for <laughs> and i can't say if it's true or not but i think what they're going for with this is that jesse was sent by god to remind them how good their sister was man this guy they are way too obsessed with their sister they're in way regards obsessed, yeah. to like this woman that he's attracted to. Yeah, literally the first thing he says is like, man, I'm attracted to this woman because she reminds me of my sister. Yeah. That, that's almost exactly what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she goes away because she's like, oh, we kissed and I can't have that because uh, who knows if we're going marriage. Yeah. yeah. Like her whole thing is I want to wait until marriage and men are constantly trying to pressure me into things and I don't want you to pressure me into things. Yeah. Uh, that's I mean, good for her, honestly. Good she, for her. She deserves better. Yes, everybody deserves better than him but that's like the most christian thing in this movie i would say is that aspect of it of like oh i can't have sex before marriage but everything else is very like pg movie boilerplate it might just be by reading but like her saying like i don't want i don't like all these men when i go to bed and wake up and they're gone like (laughs) i felt like just the way I read it kind of implies she did have a sex with a bunch of men who right. always left her. It, it did seem that way, but then she says that it didn't happen. So yeah, but then she said she's saving herself from marriage. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, you could save yourself from marriage after having sex. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I had sex once and it was bad, so I'm just gonna save it until marriage. There's no rules. <laughs> That's what my health teacher told me. You could be a virgin if you want to. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> They were a lot more heavy-handed whenever I was in school. <laughs> well, I'm assuming they told you guys, hey, if you have sex, you will explode. It was more or less you will have, if you have sex, you will get AIDS and die. It, it was more or less that. Are you guys having gay sex? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was strictly abstinence taught in our area. Yeah. They kind of taught abstinence, school, like, but my health teacher was also like, knew that all of us, not all of us. I wasn't. Uh, a lot of kids were having sex, so he wanted to be like, "Hey, uh, use a condom." But also, you know, any way you have sex has a chance of pregnancy, so you should have sex. But you should use a condom if you're gonna have sex. Not every way of sex has a chance of pregnancy. That's what he told us. He said, "If you're doing anal, you're still gonna get have a chance of pregnancy." You could, uh, you could technically, <laughs> theoretically, you, in theory, could get somebody pregnant that way if they're body was broken <laughs> and they're gonna die from it if this happens so i mean uh, i mean if you like have sex with an ear probably not getting pregnant <laughs> like probably not do we really want to have this conversation right now <laughs> i mean you none of us seem to have gotten a good formal education maybe we should no, make sure that's the, the reason listening. why there's this is the reason why there's so much teen pregnancy whenever i was growing up is because they just like hey don't do it. And so, like, they didn't teach kids how to be safe about it. They just told them, don't do it. And no. whenever they did it anyways, they're very unsafe about it. Yeah, because like, they that's where to be safe. Yeah, exactly. That's where you get a bunch of teenagers like, oh, yeah, I'm the pull-out king. Verbatim. Kind of. Yeah. 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 It's pretty close, actually, to a lot of people we knew. Yeah. I mean, I got the, like, idea of, like, oh, yeah, teen pregnancy is likely by being born. It does increase chances 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, yeah, so, yeah, so like, I, it feels like it is, like, it's, I don't know how you can not read it that way with how she talks about it. Yeah. That's probably why they decided to throw in the I'm saving myself for marriage. 
is because they I didn't want it. Just makes it feel like she like had a really traumatic experience. It yeah. does make it seem. Like, it's very confusing. Her whole letter that she leaves, Will, not Will, Brian, Brian, yeah, uh, there's the same. The other brother, the the other brother, the other other white brother, <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes it seem like something really terrible happened. But then they like kind of walk it back and then walk it way forward again. Yeah. It's very confusing letter. Like, yeah, he goes there and he opens it and he's like, Dear Brian, by the time you read this, I will be dead. Here's how I think it's going to go down. I think that <laughs> <laughs> that just that I will shoot Will and Will will shoot, shoot Matt and Matt will shoot both Will and me. <laughs> oh, what you say. Yeah, that really is one of the best skits ever. Yeah. So... Yeah, she leaves. They go and sell the car, and they're like, "Hey, let's go to Alaska instead yeah. of go home." Also, yeah, because the Grandpa G, uh, put all his stocks into selling snake meat, and it didn't go well. Yeah, which is crazy, honestly. Which yeah, Grandma G said like, "Oh yeah, the bank owns pretty much everything, including the house, but you can have the car if you want it." And the car's, it it's not in good shape. I think you could probably still fix it. It you definitely could. Uh, the paint job and it's pretty decent actually kind of pristine actually the yeah. paint job like is. generally that's the fact that they were not getting offers i think a like collector would have jumped at that yeah yeah for sure actually i think because it was just pretty much missing a door and probably needed some engine work on it yeah just needed tires refitted yeah i mean yeah. It, it, honestly it could have been it could have been fixed yeah they Anyways. are also all stupid though that They're is true very very dumb people yeah there's like a weird little montage of like thousand dollars for the car and people aren't buying it so they put it down to seven uh fi- or no four easy These payments, payments to 250, 250 and then 750 and then 500 and then 250 then make me an offer and then a sign that just says please steal me which actually is very funny <laughs> uh and then they sell it online for 1500 they sell it to a junkyard. Yes. For, yeah, for fifteen hundred. Yeah, uh, and they a lot for a junkyard to offer. If it's a collector's car, I can see a junk or uh, like a junker offering that because either a a collector will buy it from the junkyard or they can sell it as uh, rare parts. Fair enough. In a junkyard. Yeah, junkyards actually make a lot of money off that kind of stuff. Yeah, like um, I don't know if they still have it. Probably not. But one of the junkyards wherever we grew up, they actually had uh original first gen RX seven in it, and they were selling that for a pretty penny. I don't know what that is, but cool. I think uh, it's a car. It is. Oh. Uh, uh, Mazda RX-7 is like kind of like cream of the crop Mazda. Oh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> I like Mazda, yeah. Yeah, Mazda's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Which is what you eat in a paleo diet. Back yum, square yum. one. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, Jesse also is a teacher. and like. Oh, gonna, right. She's yeah. a teacher, and then she's going to go to Yale or something. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, well, she's gonna do a couple years at that one or at a school in seattle so that way she can uh have time to go to yale or like get credit make to money go to, yale. to go to yale something it, like that it's her story is weird doesn't make any sense i don't get it but she's going to seattle and that's how she got a ride with them to begin with where's yeah. yale at? it's in new york isn't it no fuck i have no clue man this is what i know anything about yale <laughs> I, I mean you didn't go to college <laughs> exactly or, i barely no, went, to went to high school yeah I was gonna say, <laughs> did you go to college for like a week uh for two semesters basically a week <laughs> where's yell at robbie come on give us the deets connecticut apparently that's not real that's, that's not a real place seems fake that doesn't it's gotta mean like <laughs> i mean i assume it's true but like, i'm not saying you're lying robbie i'm saying connecticut isn't real <laughs> <laughs> the state of connecticut definitely not a place made up never been to it that's by new york kind of um, isn't it let's see here it's just like left zooming of new out, york. zooming out 
It's in not Connecticut, Massachusetts. Sorry, oh, that's not by New York. <laughs> Massachusetts by New York, it's close to it? New York actually. Yeah. It's like right there. Oh, it's to the right. It's like yeah, to the right and north of New York. Fair All enough. the East Coast is actually pretty close to each other. Yeah, well, they're very small. Yeah, actually, East Coast is kind of very small. But there's a lot of people there. It's Lots. probably it's, you could probably get to the next state over faster than getting out of our state. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> there's a bridge from New York to Jersey. So, yeah. <laughs> extreme days. <laughs> yeah, extreme days. Extreme days. That reminds me. Drag kind of brought it up. Their road trip's lame as hell. Yes. Yeah, it's super The road trip is just through California. Yeah, that's not a very good road trip. It's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're dumb, right? Yeah. So, but like they went to Mexico and what was the rest of their plan after that? If their road trip just panned out? I think, I think they just wanted to just chill like, in Mexico. Yeah, they uh, it was supposed to start in Mexico and like work their way up through like all these different scenes uh, in California. Was so the whole it was just going to be in California. Shitty road yes. trip, basically, because they wanted to go like all like it says at the beginning they wanted to go like all around California. I mean, what's what's above? What's to the right of California? Utah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> absolutely not We're Utah. So it counts. <laughs> absolutely it counts not if you're Utah. pointed north or south, I guess. <laughs> if you're pointed south, the ocean. Man, my my bad <laughs> geography is in full swing right now. <laughs> but no, the uh, state that's right next to uh, California is Nevada. Okay. I mean, you could go to Nevada too. I guess hit the but there's desert Vegas. Nothing there. Yeah, but this is a Christian movie. They can't go to Sin is, City yeah, in a Christian movie. To, you can't go to Cincinnati in Oregon. A Christian movie. Yeah, for like yeah, sure. Go to look at the fucking corn. Why not? <laughs> no, that's Utah. <laughs> I, that's all the Midwest. <laughs> no, there's just more desert in Utah. Actually, it's mostly. Oh man, Utah sucks to go through. Yeah, Utah and Ohio suck. Yeah, I live in Utah. Them. I know <laughs> most. <laughs> yeah, most of the middle kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah, arguably including where we live. <laughs> People love where we live now, though. It's very frustrating. It costs a lot. It costs so much. It costs now. a lot because people love where we live. It, it, we are 21% higher on average of everything than the rest yeah, of the country. <laughs> Except for that. <laughs> that we're 100%. <laughs> that we're 100% over. No. So, yeah, they uh, go to Alaska and they make a thing to try and get Jesse to go. And then she yeah, ends like, up going. Brian's like, Jesse, I want to fuck you so bad. <laughs> no. He wants I to want to have lo- pure consensual making out so bad. No. I want to soak with you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're getting closer. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, at the end, whenever they're reunited on the plane, she's like, oh, I decided to go to Alaska anyway because school doesn't start for a week. They just hug real hard. And I hate that. And Listen, then she sings Farmer. A stiffy, oh, he absolutely you. did. Yeah. He popped a stiffy and she sang the Farmer in the Dell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Susan. <laughs> And then they snowboard in Alaska, air quotes. Yeah, that's not all. None of the places they, the only time they're remotely in the correct place is when they go to the Golden Gate Bridge and in fact are in California. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One of the funniest is they're like in a, they're like biking in a desert, quote unquote. And we're pretty sure we know where that desert is. Yeah. yeah. And then they suddenly go to a beach. Yes. <laughs> That desert has mountains in the background. <laughs> it sure does. Lots of mountains, and they're kind of snowy. So, yeah, we're pretty sure we know where that's at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, then the movie ends with that Will being like, eh, God, uh, God's cool. Don't God bless everyone <laughs> of us. Hard. <laughs> swing hard. Swing low. <laughs> swing chariot. Swing for the fences. 
Uh-huh. The moral of the story is if you're a good Christian boy, you can fuck the woman. I'm kind of. That's what the is issue. the moral of the story? The moral of the story is even if you're an awful person, you get the girl. I think the that idea because be like, I think the whole idea is like, uh, whenever like life throws you a curveball. What curveball? They made poor decisions the whole time. They did, but like if you remember the narration, you just like curveball number one and then yeah. curveball number two. Curveball number three was in fact an actual curveball because yes. how would he have guessed his stepfather would just fucking lie to him? Yeah, leaving him states away. Yeah, like what the fuck? What's wrong with that guy? He sucks. He's a stepdad. Yeah, that's he... the actual moral of the story. <laughs> Stepfathers are awful. I've never met one that anybody's liked. Name one. Uh, my friend's stepdad was pretty neat. Well, he doesn't have a name, so he doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How dare you not name him on this podcast? He doesn't have a name. He's not real. Uh, but yeah, like, because there's like the whole curveball thing. And yeah, at the very end with the, when God throws you a curveball, don't duck. You just, you just might miss something. <laughs> with your teeth. And and then the movie ends. Yeah. It ends so great. It just ends it, on it, another fucking B footage. Yeah. It ends on B footage while listening to a song done by Skillet back whenever they were still a pop band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yes, Skillet. that was that was Skillet straight up. Oh, Skillet started awesome. off as a hardcore Christian band. Nice. Yeah, I can show you their original album, and you're gonna laugh real hard. <laughs> I bet. Technically, Alien Youth wasn't their first; that was their second. Well, Robbie but, knew what I was talking about. So, yes. but yeah, as I say, I know the one you're talking about because the singer had frosted tips in yeah. that one, and looks so different than he does now. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, it's many years later. Yeah, it's, it's many and, many years later. Yeah, they didn't really like catch you know popularity until like i think their fourth or fifth album yeah and so, then they got mainstream actually oh yeah weird. very mainstream so was this soundtrack sold separate like yes. all of them bundled together like yeah every song in this was it was basically like a a christian mixtape yes all all kids christian or whatever that's called <laughs> now that's christian, what i called music yeah it's basically like christian, now christian bob volume four yeah like <laughs> It, this was like literally the sound. If you were on in a youth trip, you were listening to the Extreme Day soundtrack. Man, my my churches just had veggie tales. If you were going to acquire the fire, Extreme Day soundtrack. I don't even know what that is. If you were going to a sleep in at the church, Extreme Day soundtrack. That, if it was, was Wednesday legal. night, Extreme Day soundtrack. <laughs> I don't think I had any of those. <laughs> we definitely did. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of that. Man, nightmares, nightmare scenarios about acquire the fire. Could have a whole podcast about how shitty that thing was. You just catch a fire in your hands and you burn yourself, and it no, represents no, the pain it was, and it was suffering a whole that Jesus tax, had to go through. It was a whole tax fraud thing, where it, they got millions of people across all kinds of things. They put on like a, a play about how you're gonna die. Uh, <laughs> you were and, there for this? Yeah, yeah we, we went, we to, went a couple to, of them. to like four of them. Oh, it was like a three. It day... wasn't at your church. Then. No, 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 no. This okay. was like a. <laughs> This is like a three-day-long music festival, but, like, all Christian. They did, like, little skits in between of, like, you know, hey, be a good Christian person. Yeah, so this Kick is track. on topic, actually. It's Christian. Yeah. Um, There's a few so... times drawing a play about Christianity. <laughs> it's on topic. So Acquire the Fire was a big stadium tour, essentially. They would get different bands. They'd get, like, uh, Bleach and Pillar and Skillet and Flyleaf was at a few of them before they were outed as not being Christian. Al said he was not no, oh. um, but all That's the bi- all wrong. the big Christian bands, okay. they would kind of rotate out on tour. Like on whatever they were going to their tours, if it came to the city where they happened to be, they would sign on for tour. 
I still thought it was funny because uh, the one time that we saw Pillar going there uh, to acquire the fire and like they were supposed to be like one of the headliners, they came on and they're like, hey, uh, just let you guys know, we haven't slept in three days, so we're going to do our best. And mm-hmm. they did an okay job. <laughs> and if you could see backstage and they had people playing guitar and backstage, so they weren't even playing their own instruments on stage. Yeah. And our youth pastor at the time went to the same church as them. And uh, they're not fun people. Like, they're not cool. They're kind of douches. So. Were they probably yeah. just on a bender? Maybe. It could be, yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, that's what yeah. Acquire the Fire was. And then it was a three-day event. So you'd get there Friday, and your youth group would find, if you were a, a really uh, high-end church, you'd get a hotel for all your youth group people. And the rest slept in the bus. No. If you were a uh, mid, then you'd find, like, another church in the area to keep you guys. Or if you were uh, lower, you um, guys like us, yeah. like us, you would just find a Christian family that would take you in. Usually, sometimes you'd find another church where somebody knew somebody, and you'd stay at that church. But it was a lot of sleeping bags and not many showers for yeah. the entire weekend. Well, most of to the be time. fair, the like staying at a family's house that only happened once, and that's because our bus broke down. Yeah, but he had a lot of skittles. Yeah, did you puke? Like, no. no. Uh, it turns out the guy, so our bus broke down, and they picked us up, and we they let us stay in their basement. And it turns out the guy was like a merchandiser for Skittles? candy company. And so we got Mars a bunch of like, whatever? yes, we got a bunch of like Skittles that never came out and Skittles that hadn't come out yet. It was fantastic. Do you remember any of them? It, they taste like Skittles, I think. Yeah. I was young. Fair enough. Uh, and we watched Men in Black 1 and 2. That was yeah. my memory of that. Very Christian part. movies. <laughs> yeah. The biggest thing about that, like it almost felt like it was supposed to be part of the trip because that guy had a gigantic house. Yeah. He had a huge fucking house. So like after enough. that, you guys were disappointed you had to go back to the church floors. Yes, because yeah, uh, yeah. we actually slept on, like, the pews in sleeping bags. Yeah, not comfortable. I don't know if you've been on a pew. I've not, sat on them. Not great to sit on for an hour. Not great for seven hours of sleep. Not good for any of that. Anyway, so Acquire the Fire, three-day weekend. Uh, Literally Hottest, a like, million in to summer, one point. I guess. Uh, it, I mean, it was in a giant stadium, so it just didn't yeah, like, matter. Like, we went to the Pepsi Center for it, if I remember correctly. I don't remember that. It was Utah? No, no, no Pepsi, Pepsi Center's Pepsi in Denver. Se- yeah, the big arena in Denver. Oh. Yeah, huge. Fucking gigantic. Okay, so it's not as far as I'm, like, imagining you guys no. are going. No, they would like... go to the biggest city in, the in state. every state, okay. and yeah. they would do it okay, that way. Okay. And then ours, uh, our nearest one was the Pepsi Center at the time. It, our, there's a bigger stadium now, but... Uh, it would it would fill up. It would be literally full of teenagers and very few adults. And good. Uh, the first night would be, hey everybody, welcome in. Let's all pray together. Uh, int- let's introduce our actors who go to our school that we own for Teen Mania Ministries, where they paid roughly per person thirty to fifty thousand dollars per child to go there a year, and then they had to on their junior or senior years at the school, had to go on uh, the Acquire the Fire tour as volunteers. They weren't paid for it. Mm. Every job they did on campus, not paid for. Uh, so they had to pay for all their own laundry, their own food, any renovations, they all had to pay for all of that. In addition to the thirty to $50,000. Yes. yes. There's actually a documentary on how bad Team Mania was. It, it was pretty fucking terrible. My brother went there. He's yeah. in some of the videos that you can see in those documentaries. Oh, that's sad. Yes, yes. <laughs> so one of your brothers you like. You have I only have one. He has the one brother. I have one brother. 
So the question still stands, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, like I remember, I wanted to go, but like they're like, "Hey, we're gonna need like a thousand dollar deposit from you first. Like, oh, I don't have money. I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that sucks for you. Pray. All right, let, let's pray. pray about it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, pray about it. And you just got sent to prison later in life. <laughs> it sure? wasn't prison. It was kind of prison. Though. It wasn't prison. Anyway, so the first night is they everybody prays. They do some gospel. It's basically an hour of church. And then they do 45 minutes to an hour and a half of a play that they've written beforehand. And I assume it's bad. Eh, I don't remember them very well. They're fine. They're very Christian propaganda of like, hey, live a good life or you're burned in hell. Very much that. Um, And then after that, they'd be like, all right, let's do another 30 minutes of worship on the first Friday night. And then everybody goes home and you go to sleep and you come back the next day and eight in the morning and you do an hour and a half of worship and then you get like maybe an hour of music an hour of music from one of the bands you come back you go to lunch you come back you do an hour of worship and then you get a a hint of the play so like that's the thing is the play was like the big thing the play in the bands was like the big thing so they give you like bits and bits of the play Mm -hmm. like here's 10 minutes of the play but like not even that like act one part one act one part two um and it would like Here's Jeez a speaker, act one, part three. Yeah. And then uh, after that and after a couple of bands played, you'd go to dinner 3.30 till about 6. And then when you came back, you'd do an hour of worship. They would do two to three bands who would play a full set. So if you like those bands, awesome. That was like the big appeal for most of the teens who went because they got to go to a pretty large concert in a very large venue and mm. hang out. Uh, and then they would do... Uh, the big part of the play they would do like another hour and a half to two hours of the play and then they would leave like 20 minutes of like act three like gotta be here tomorrow on sunday guys if you want to see how this thing ends and i'm sure you guys did yes because the tickets covered the whole weekend (laughs) so then you go home that night you come back the next day do two hours of worship you get the rest of the play you do another hour of worship and then you bust back home to wherever the fuck you came from Mm. Which for us was like four and a half hours away. Yeah. yeah. So as a Christian teen, it was a pretty big deal. It was kind of like the fucking thing to do as a Christian teenager. Well, I imagine especially you guys because you're in a small town and wouldn't yeah. experience anything like that. No, right. like that. We had never experienced an actual concert before. So that was the closest thing until we became adults to experiencing an actual concert. Yes. Um. And, like, as a teenager, I remember it being very, very fun and enjoying it a lot. And I was very Christian at the time, so I ate it all up like a fucking idiot. (laughs) And uh, when I became 17, I immediately walked away from all that because I just realized how stupid it all was and how bad it all was. How manipulative all is to just get your money, essentially. The whole whole thing of religion is just to get your money. Um, And so... I'll bite my tongue for now. (laughs) (laughs) Joel, see, that's all I'll say. Um, so that was, that was like a big thing. So Extreme Days was kind of the, was literally the soundtrack to all of these events. That's funny. So they, they got busted for, for. Right. So the big thing about the Teen Mania, I forget the man's name, but he did a bunch of tax fraud. Okay. So basically everything that he was quote unquote, that all of the people were paying for, for it to be a thing, he was pocketing all of it essentially. And whenever he was figured out that it was all tax fraud. I want to say it was around 2011 or 2012. Um, he took all the money and shut everything down and left and literally ran away. 
mm. uh, cut, cut ties with all the people, all the accounts. The when he he left so abruptly and so quickly that there were still people left there not knowing what was going on. Yeah, uh, I I pulled it up really quick while you're talking about all that. Teen Mania filed for Chapter Seven bankruptcy in December seventeenth of twenty fifteen. There you go. So yeah. it went on for quite some time because it started in 1991. But yeah, Acquire the Fire was basically a huge festival that you paid for to go to to basically say like, hey, join Teen Mania. Yeah. And you guys never joined. No, because none of us were rich enough for that. No, no, my brother did. And uh, he took a lot of my grandparents' money to do it. A lot of it. Mm. Um, and then the other thing that they would do was, hey, give us $1,000 and we'll send you on a mission trip. That doesn't cost $1,000. No. Those that's costs, that's uh, like the deposit to go into it. Oh. Yeah. And uh, you have to pay for everything while you're there. And you uh, work while you're there because it's a mission trip. And then you pay them to come back. And then, uh, wow, look how good of a Christian you are. What part do it. they do exactly in that? They bring adults with them so that you know where to go. Uh-huh. And most of them are volunteers who were previous teen mania in our students yes i see i see but yeah like there there was a lot of bad to that uh be, even besides the uh whole fraud aspect of it there's a lot of abuse that happened in there <laughs> yeah too. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of church yeah so you know teen mania qualifier great stuff yeah <laughs> good good times good good memories yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah that is kind of where this movie brings me back to mentally is those days <laughs> and tax fraud and tax fraud yeah. Uh, not that this was made by them, but could have been. It could, very well could have been. You don't know if we look up those actors, maybe we'll see the connections. No, they are all non-Christian actors. They all went on to try and have careers other than this. One guy did. Yeah, One guy Dante did. Well, did. He had a career before. That's this fair. was a very ah. low moment for him. <laughs> so, so sure, why not moment for him? It would definitely upset him if you brought this to him to say. I, I imagine he'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I still say do it. I think it would like, be so funny. I think great. I would pay for you to go to Comic-Con just to <laughs> do that. I don't know, because like he's, uh, he's, I don't know what he's working on now, because obviously he's not working on Avatar. That's been over for over a decade. Right. Yeah, no idea. Honestly. He just does stuff here and there. Like, yeah. let's see if I can find the latest thing that he did. While you guys talk about whatever you talk about, I'm sure he's just all into voice acting at this point. Random I, characters. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, voice acting's awesome. <laughs> it doesn't pay well, but yeah. No, the people who voice act do it because they think voice acting's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except like Tara Strong, who gets so many roles and uh, is not a great person. I've heard that as well, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the thing with all acting. Well, voice acting especially is, like, there's, like, 10 voice actors who do, like, 80% of the work because mm-hmm. they just have the recognizable voice. They're, like, hire the one with the recognizable voice. Yeah. And then all the other voice actors just kind of get scraps. Yeah. I mean, the other the, the other one's, like, John DiMaggio, who does Bender and uh, still does Jake the Dog on Adventure Time when they need him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But... He's notoriously great. In fact, when they rebooted Futurama, he almost just walked because they weren't going to give the rest of the voice actors good pay. Yeah. yeah. Which sounds very familiar to whenever they tried pulling the same stunt with The Simpsons. Yeah, except when it happened to The Simpsons, they just let the person walk. Yeah. Well, what they did is they tried recasting them, and then other voice actors found out about this and said, like, cool, like, do they know about it? And like, well, no, like, well, let them do that because it's their role. And so voice actors like kind of work together to, you know, 
try to make things work. Stood up for each other. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what it was with the Futurama thing, too, is he stood up for the other voice actors. Yeah, and he was like, I'm not going to do it. They're like, fine, we'll recast. And everyone's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we'll we'll kind of pay everybody the same amount then. He's like, okay, fine. Yeah. You know what I know the funniest thing about all of that? Family Guy is notoriously amazing to work with. Which is yeah. so funny. Yeah. Like, out of everything, like, they pay their animators the best. They pay their voice actors great. Like, they have, like, no complaints from anyone yeah. that like, we know of. We, I, I except McFarland actually has, like, no controversies happening to him. He just happens to... He's kind of an asshole sometimes, from what I gather, but... Yeah, but he's also, like, super busy all the time with, like, the three fucking shows that he's doing at the same time. I mean, Family Guy, he only voice acts nowadays. Yeah, like, he literally had to pay people to do the writing and producing everything else because he tried doing everything for uh, Family Guy and American Dad at the same exact time and realized he could not do it. Yeah, Yeah. he gave American Dad away, basically, and he took a huge step back from Family Guy. And I think the only thing that he's, like, big creative in right now is the Ted show. I Man, I know he loved doing that Star Trek-type show, Norville, or what was it? The Orville. He really loves that, but I think that it's so expensive that it... Not it didn't not do it. good, no. Yeah, well, like it sucks because like he seemed very passionate about it, especially like seeing him. He loves Star Trek, yeah. But but yeah. they unlike <laughs> unlike Extreme Days, which doesn't seem to have any passion put into it. But anyways, while you got, we were talking about that, uh, the last movie that I could find that Dante Bosco has done was the fabulous Filipino or the fabulous Filipino brothers. He does has done a whole lot of voice acting and done like a whole bunch of other like super low budget movies. Yeah, but. Yeah, he still gets work. He probably hasn't done a movie in a few years, but like he still just does whatever, like kind of whatever he wants. It seems like. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Uh, let's get into final thoughts of Extreme Days here. We barely talked. <laughs> we barely talked. There's about not it. a whole lot to talk about with that movie. Yeah, that's that's actually the secret theme of this month is movies that we don't actually talk about much and talk about. Other yeah, stuff. we're talking about a whole bunch of other bullshit. And well, it's kind of been what we've done this month, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, we actually talked a lot about uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. We also talked about other things around Crazy Rich Asians a lot, too. Yeah. But we actually discussed the movie. We did discuss the movie. <laughs> I mean, this one's so... Because, like, a lot of this movie is just, like, it's barely a movie. Uh, there's no notable things that happen except for that Brian's creepy yeah. and gross. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, E. You go first. Uh, this is barely a movie. There's no notable <laughs> things that happen except Brian's creepy and gross. No, like... <laughs> I don't know, like, it feels like a movie that, like, its setup is to, like, trick you, and then it does, like, a big, like, big first third tonal shift, except it doesn't. It's just unabashedly a bad road trip movie. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm not even going to say it's a road trip movie, because it's just a bad one. Like, they don't do the road trip. (laughs) It's a bad road trip. Like, all, almost everything is just non sequiturs and, like, generic bmx footage and like generic uh extreme sports footage yeah this is b-roll the movie literally yeah. there's j- i think there is more b-roll than actual movie in this movie yeah there is uh it's that's awful <laughs> this is a movie that you like would show in a film class to show how not to make a movie genuinely <laughs> I, i'm gonna be honest i actually might rewatch this at home and just like time how much b-roll there is in this movie to see how much, I, how much if, b-roll there is compared to <laughs> actual if you do it i would genuinely be curious i like you know i i always say movies are too long for so many movies but like it's so true with this one because 
if you took out all the B-roll, you probably have like a 40-minute movie at best. At best. And then I think I would still say it's too long because <laughs> nothing fucking happens. That's honestly totally fair. Like the actual plot, quote unquote, which is basically, oh, we should go to Grandpa G because he's, he's make me dead. Rich. And then, hey, look, it's Jesse. Wow. <laughs> Then, oh wow, blonde by, guy likes blonde girl. What a concept by Jesse. He's like, man, I wish I could be Jesse's girl. Ever <laughs> <laughs> tell you guys, I, I literally always misheard that song for all. What do you think it said? I wish that I was Jesse's girl. Oh, I wish that I was Jesse's girl. Oh, that's funny. That's a different song entirely. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, damn, this is a fucking trans anthem right here. <laughs> that's great. I don't know why. Like, because obviously that wouldn't make sense. But no. like that's just what I always heard, because huh. it's I wish I had right. I, I wish, wish that I had, had Jesse's girl. Yeah, yeah. you know I like my so version you, better. You didn't you didn't hear why can't I have a woman like that? And you heard why can't I be a woman like that? I, yeah, basically. I, I think I basically only heard I wish I was Jesse's girl and didn't hear a single other lyric. <laughs> but like you know maybe maybe I should rewrite that to be like the trans anthem of 2024. You only have to change six or seven lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, Brian, Brian also just sucks. He makes the movie so much worse. Yeah, he's gross. Um, like I, you know, sometimes I get pushback because I basically view a lot of these characters as like, uh, he's kind of creepy and Dry would be like, he's not really creepy, but even this one Dry is like, no, he's, he's pretty creepy. He's creepy. Yeah. Especially with like all those scenes like, yeah, yeah, Brian, go make your move. And then he does like that little weird walk with like. That yeah, like, hey, look on his pretty face. mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wanna fuck me? No. After marriage. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's just because so much of it is like Jesse being like, I'm completely not interested in you into in the slightest. And he's like, but what if? And she's like, there is no what if. I'm just not interested in you. Until a moment, just just a random moment in the movie where it's like, I guess you're all right. Yeah, like, there's no reason for her to just suddenly change her mind. No. In fact... It's because he got shot with paintballs. That's what changed that's, your mind. That's true. <laughs> uh, the big turning point of the movie, the paintball fight. The second paintball fight, The yeah, second paintball second fight, paintball actually. Fight. The first paintball fight, they didn't have low, uh, hoppers on their paintball guns, though. Uh, it also doesn't matter, and I don't know when it's supposed to take place. Before. <laughs> just before. Before what? Just you, before. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh but yeah but, like, it's so weird because like there's more romantic chemistry between matt and jesse and their cousins yeah that was another weird like i thought it was gonna be a weird twist of the movie <laughs> quite frankly he was that they're from alabama take a dark turn i was just like i was like dariah talks about this movie so much there must be something to it no no i was wrong <laughs> nothing <laughs> I don't know. This is a movie that we adored as kids, and then as adults went, "Oh my god, why do we like this?" Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so bad. And like, I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, man, if only it had something <laughs> to like make it interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where it stands. It's just not a good movie in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, the best characters arguably are the best characters because they don't get much to do. They don't get a chance to be bad. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm um, I'm forgetting his name now. The Asian guy, Code Corey. Corey. Corey yeah. I almost said Cody. I, like he's the best character, and he's like he is what the movie's about. But the movie disagrees with that notion. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't care about fucking the will they, won't they of Brian and Jesse. They have their fucking wet wipes. Give me what Corey's thinking. What is this inner turmoil of this guy who's his whole life has been told like he's I'm not theoretically told. I, I'm probably digging too deep into this, <laughs> but, but like who's shut out all his emotions and he's supposed to not like be it's like, oh, it's bro time. We're not we're not having any we can't have any emotions during bro time. Like, give me that movie. Give me this slowly whittling down Corey's facade until he's left with nothing. But we don't get that movie. That's yeah, a better movie. You can't have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this probably is a movie. Someone let me know what movie that is. Euro that trip. Is... <laughs> I was actually going to say it's arguably the bad road trip movie I want to bring to the podcast at some point. Oh, cool. Don't spoil have... that one. I won't. I, I'll just say I have opinions about that one. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Like, this movie's so... This movie's frustratingly bad mm-hmm. is a biggest thing. And, like, it is kind of fun to, like, make fun of. But the issue is it's all it's so much B-roll that you can't make fun of because it's just B-roll. You make fun of the B-roll. You have to wait. <laughs> there's only so many times you can be like, oh, hey, there's B-roll. And I've said it every time. <laughs> oh, no, guys, we went five minutes. We need more B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> it literally feels like that. This is, this is so it's such a nothing of a movie. Is this a movie that's on the background of another movie? <laughs> yeah. Like I, like I, maybe a child growing up in the two thousands, I could see being like, "Wow, there's cool things in this movie." It was you guys, yeah, yeah, presumably. Uh, whenever I was looking up where to find this movie, I did find a Reddit post that was asking if anybody had ever seen this from like five years ago, and he <laughs> and got every like five. Com- was no. <laughs> he there's like five comments, and there's uh, the top comment had like three upvotes to it, saying like, "Yeah, I watched this all the time whenever I was a kid." <laughs> it's not. It's just not good. It's not like we might be one of the few people in the world to ever talk about this movie. This movie could be forgotten and nothing would be lost. It probably would be <laughs> forgotten if we if this super tiny podcast wasn't talking about It'd it. It'd be so funny <laughs> if like it got a resurgence for no reason. I genuinely think that this is the type of B movie that deserves to be made fun of endlessly. Yeah. I, I need a director's cut of this that removes all the B footage from this B movie. <laughs> so that it's just a condensed 40 minutes of bad movie. Honestly. That would be fun, actually. You know, Robbie, when you when you make your cut of what, or not your cut, but like of how much B footage is in this, send it to me. Maybe I'll ripterize <laughs> DVD and create the the Schneider if, cut. If you want, I could probably <laughs> find a way to like make a cut of this without the, any of the B roll. Would be very interesting because I funny. I guarantee you the plot would be just as comprehensible as it yeah. is here, yeah, which absolutely. is not very. <laughs> The B footage adds nothing to the movie. It does nothing. And it's because it's like, oh, we're in a new location and it's just never is the location. Yeah. Anyways, you know, it's just it's just annoying and frustrating and bad <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> I I think it's like a three. <laughs> Quite frankly, it's not good. It's funny sometimes. Okay. All right. Robbie. So, like I said. This is a movie that me and Dry adored whenever we were kids, mostly because we didn't know any better. And, like, we were... <laughs> or yet taste. We, well, it's not even so much that, because, like, weirdly enough, like, one of the movies that my parents put on to, like, keep me quiet whenever I was four was The Terminator 2. Great I'm movie. not even kidding. Uh, but, like, um, way better movie than this movie. Uh, anyways, but, like... I don't know. <laughs> then there was, like, that whole big insurgence of just, like, you know, like, 
it's like is what your children watching killing them slowly and blah 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 and so like we weren't allowed to like watch anything that was r-rated for a little while and so this is a movie that we were allowed to watch and we found it funny as kids and to be fair there's still a few scenes that are kind of funny in this movie like i think the supermarket scene quote unquote wherever like you know they're having like the race with the carts is kind of fun and like there's like a, a few funny scenes here and there and like matt probably is the funniest person in this entire movie the stoner who's not an actual stoner because it's christian propaganda yeah and this is very sloppily a christian propaganda movie of like hey if we put extreme our b-roll of extreme sports in this movie we'll get kids the message of god that's pretty much what this movie boils down to the message of god is god will not save your sister from dying of leukemia that too <laughs> Well, she's, that's the real moral of this story, actually. Well, she's not that strong. She's, she's not strong enough. <laughs> not strong enough to beat leukemia. And you know, yeah, she's strong, as, just not leukemia strong. As Will said, you should never rely on God to save your loved ones because he's also sad about them dying, and he can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, about they it. did have that stupid little thing in there. Just yeah. like, that's literally like, what don't I you think it hurt? Conversation. Yeah, because he's like, it's like, what about like God didn't save her? Did you, don't you think it hurt God too for her to die? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, it is sloppily Christian propaganda with extreme sports in it to try to get young kids to watch it, which it worked for us. And mm -hmm. especially with like the soundtrack, because we heard that soundtrack for fucking years after this movie came out. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's real because it really sounds like dollar store versions of other songs. That's, that kind that's of Christian what, rock. Yeah, that yeah. kind of was Christian rock in the 90s and early 2000s. Seeing it as an adult with like my cynical adult eyes, this movie is just bad. And, like, you can tell that this was done on, like, a shoestring budget on the chance that it was going to get big. And chan I'm guessing they made their money back because this movie could not have cost more than a million dollars to make. It costed 17 cents. I would bet I could not find maybe a budget. about $100,000. It cost maybe. however much that B-roll cost them. Probably. But, yeah, like, it's it's not good in any way, shape, or form. And I don't think, like, it. I don't think it helped the people who made the movie. I don't think it helped the actors of the movie or anything. Other than a few funny scenes, this movie could just like be lost media and nobody would care at this point like this movie is probably a two out of ten for me like it's it's not good okay yeah no budget is is available for this yeah. movie we, so there like we can find out how much it made but we can't figure out how much they spent on it which is probably to say nearly nothing probably and well, since it's a christian movie maybe they got the million dollars tax-free who knows they might have actually been able to do a tax-free that's fucked up so yeah maybe this movie was a was a uh, tax scam. Who knows? Could be. Maybe they blackmailed all the actors, too. <laughs> it's very possible as well. Um, yeah, I don't think this movie's very good. <laughs> I, I think that it is one of those things that are strangely nostalgic for me because it's just like, this is a thing that we watched a ton and heard the soundtrack to a fucking shit ton Yeah, whenever we were kids. And I can name half the bands that are in this still. Same. Uh, it's not good though. It's just, it's just not it, good. It's nostalgic in all the wrong ways. It genuinely is one of those movies that I think is fun to put on because it's bad. It's fun to make fun of. It is fun to see how terrible it is. It is fun to see how pointless a lot of it is. This is in my mind, one of the big B movies that people should watch to make fun of. Um, I agree. I think this might be one of the worst movies I've ever shown E. <laughs> you showed me a scary movie. Yeah. Both of them. This might be one of the worst movies I've ever shown you. <laughs> didn't make me as mad as those. Didn't make me, they didn't make me nearly as mad as Grease. That, that, that is also fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this movie is just 
so stupid, and it's mostly B footage. And when it's not B footage, it's just bad Christian propaganda. And when it's not bad Christian propaganda, it's bad road trip movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a, oh, but this part was good. There's maybe three jokes in it that I find funny, and it's because they're oddly mean-spirited in this thing. Which is, at the beginning, whenever Corey is the lifeguard, and he's like, and he gotta, he gotta let the power of being a lifeguard go to his head, and he's just splashing a kid way too much, very aggressively. I think that's very funny. And then, probably, oh, uh, whenever there, Matt is uh, trying to defend his cousin. She's like, and my brother over there is trying to charge me $2,000 for this. And he's like, hey, why are you doing it? I have to run a business. Sorry, Jesse, I did everything I could. Like, I think that's genuinely very funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there's like two or three of those in the entire movie. And it's an hour and a half long. So you get like 25 to 30 seconds of actually something good or entertaining in this in the entire time. And it's just bad. It's just a bad movie. It's bad and people shouldn't watch it. But please watch it to make fun of it. <laughs> If they you can. can find a copy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's bad. It's a, it's a two bordering on a one. <laughs> it's not a good movie in any way whatsoever. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah, that's Extreme Days. Yippee. Woohoo. Uh, e. Yeah. We have a link tree. We do. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P, which gives you a link to our Instagram gives you links to our podcast stuff though you probably have an idea of what you want to listen to us on you probably do and our twitch stream and other twitch related stuff twitch stream every wednesday most thursdays and every saturday with the asterisk on it probably for now yeah we might be moving that to sundays for scheduling reasons for scheduling reasons yeah yeah so but wednesday uh i should have just finished Mighty Goose, which is a game that probably should have only taken one stream, but I started it real late and I was tired. <laughs> That's fair. Um, uh, Thursdays is our Rando Fidos. Uh, me and D have a big wheel of fighting games, and we spin it and play whatever it lands on for 30 minutes. Uh, last one was a mess. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we were supposed to play it because Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 had a free weekend. D forgot to install it. Oh, so we had it installing no. during the stream. <laughs> uh, the first game had some hiccups, but it was still fun. Uh, the second game wasn't working at all because these internet was just destroying it. <laughs> uh, and then the wheel, it, it graced us with Super Kart Fighter again. <laughs> wow. Me, that is... wheel really likes Super Kart Fighter. <laughs> it, I, the wheel gets like fixated on certain things <laughs> oh man this wheel has 70 games on it by the way <laughs> gotta get cart fighter in there at least twice a month yeah um anyways, so says the wheel but yeah so uh random fighters and then dry it on whenever we do it on the weekend uh ghost trick yes uh ghost trick one on on weekend some weekend day. On, on a weekend, probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's that. And then Twitch Archive, which has an archive of everything except for one part of Guacamole. Oops. Yeah. That was my B. It was like part four of five, two or something I like think that. It was, yeah, three or four. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Guacamole is the worst thing to lose, though. <laughs> 
I, I, I'm sure we'll survive. I like that game, but like I don't think it was a very entertaining stream, all things considered. I, I don't know. I don't remember too much from it. I remember we had some fun conversations. Yeah. Um, and then of course the highlights. When this episode comes out, it should be the last of Last of Us Part One. Dun dun. Uh, which that has been a treat and a half. So many nonsense happens in that. <laughs> the last week's episode was great because I think that's the game going as far into breaking as it ever had. Dry hated every moment of it breaking. I don't even know why I got angry at you about it, you, but I blamed you. You blamed me so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he wasn't sure how, but it was your fault. Because, uh, Robbie, if you remember, that's when I entered the void. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drive, like is adamant every glitch i encounter is some of my fault <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know like how, how you did it but you made that happen uh, kind of like how you made the mistake of uh like during a very um somber scene in the last of us uh you just barely touched the corner of a table and the entire world just turned white yeah <laughs> there's there's a lot of <laughs> nonsense but yeah uh it is it's kind of bittersweet uh ending last of us again um re-editing i did get a bit of a newfound appreciation for some of it okay um i don't change my opinion of it i think it's a good game it is it's great game yeah it's a good game yeah it's one of the best games ever yeah uh it's probably top 50 for me definitely top five top 10 (laughs) top 50 uh but top 13 yeah so after that i i don't have a specific thing i plan on editing uh, some contenders are maybe Undertale, uh, the Anodyne, which I think Anodyne 1 would be one whole thing, one long video if I do it, and it's an if. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I feel like we had more moments in Anodyne 2 than we did in For one. sure. Um, but, you know, there's some random ones. And then some Wednesday streams are probably worth editing. On one hand, I'm like, Wander Song was really cool, but I think Wander Song was cool as the whole thing. I don't know if editing that down would really get across. <laughs> Wander Song was like our first time really doing a lot of voiceover for something, and I think that was fun for it. Yeah. Um, it was a good game. That's a great game. I love it. I game. didn't play it, but no. I watched, and it was very fun. Um, Remember, Last of Us Good Game, Wander Song Great Game. <laughs> I, I would stand by that. I do like Wander Song more than Last of Us. Yeah, of Fair? course you do. You can dance in Wander Song. Yeah, I can't dance in Last of Us. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're getting very on track, but yeah, uh, highlight stuff. And then uh, there should be some assorted random Fido highlights coming out. Um, we'll see how those goes. Me and D said we want to get like one a month out. Uh, I don't know how well we'll be able to do that, quite frankly, but uh, so look forward to that. Okay. Um, as of the time of listening to this, we will have granted every technical aspect of it worked out. We will have done a Helldiver stream on this last Sunday, and hopefully that was a very, very fun. Uh, that's in the future for us as of recording this right now, yeah. and I'm really I'm hoping, sure great. hoping the technical aspects of it work out because those servers are very full. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very popular game. Very it popular. Is. Which I'm glad to see, though, because the yeah. first one was great. So Did Second. not get a nearly enough. I think the first game only sold like 700,000 copies. Something like that. Like, it wasn't nearly. Like, whenever you show it to me, I immediately went and bought it right afterwards. Yeah. Much like Alan Wake 1, Jirai was the only person who played it. <laughs> one of very few. 
uh, less people played Helldivers 1 than Helen Week 1, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's crazy, because you're the only person who played Helen Week 1. But yeah, so hopefully that went well. Uh, let's get out of here. This has gone on too long about yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Robbie, get us out of here. So, if you're out and about, you're having a road trip, make sure to watch your B-roll. You don't want to overdo it too can't, much. And make sure it's it. at least somewhat interesting. <laughs> Other than that, if this is the very first time you've been with us, or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Everybody out there, have a great week. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 I want a powdered donut now. <laughs>